Well, we're working our way through uh, those uh, words of Jesus that are known as the Beatitudes, found in Matthew chapter 5. And perhaps one of the most misunderstood is the one we're going to look at today. Blessed or happy are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. To an extent, that sounds ridiculous. Because the way of the world is uh, we push to get ahead. We climb over others. We scramble over others simply to get to the top and you inherit the earth by being pushy. But it says here, the meek will inherit the earth. The word meek, meekness, has lost its meaning. It doesn't mean what it used to mean. Today, if we say somebody sleep, uh, uh, meek, particularly if we're talking about a man, a male, we think of it as an insult. And when we think of meekness today, we think of a spineless jellyfish with no conviction, and we do say as meek as a mouse. So what is meekness? Now, uh, we couldn't find the remote control for the uh, thing today, so we're going to see how this works. Um, We don't quite know where it is. So, the first is, meekness is not weakness. Two people in the Bible are called meek. One of them is Jesus, the other is Moses. And Jesus in particular was no pushover. And we see in Jesus meekness, and I'll come back to that in a minute, but meekness means strength under control. So meekness is not weakness, and meekness is not working. Okay, great. It didn't happen last week, and it's not happening this week. So meekness is not weakness. Meekness means strength under control. And the Greek word that is used here refers to a wild horse that is being tamed, or medicine that can tame a fever. Meekness is strength under control. And if we look at those passages we saw with Jesus earlier, we read in, in Luke's Gospel, where Jesus went into the temple and he threw the money changers out and he overturned the tables, etc. So there was strength under control. But then... He's also someone who can just simply uh, wash his disciples' feet. So meekness is not weakness, but it's his strength under control. And in a sense, Jesus is saying, happy are those who don't overreact, who know how to react, who know how to treat people. And today I just want to give five ways that we can display meekness. So the first thing is, the second slide should be, when someone serves us, we can be understanding, not demanding. So when someone serves us, be understanding, not demanding. Philippians 2 verses 4 to 5 says, Don't just think about your own affairs, but be interested in others too, and in what they are doing. Your attitude should be the same as Jesus Christ's. 
Many people will serve us down through a week, through a month, through a year. We can be in restaurants and be served. We may have people who work for us or under us. We may go into a bank and someone serves us. A shop someone serves us. Loads of ways and loads of places people can serve us. How do we treat them? When something doesn't quite go right, are we understanding or are we demanding? Do we know how to treat those people who will serve us throughout the week? Who will be doing things for us? Jesus did. Jesus knew how to treat people. He was understanding. He was not demanding. And we have to have the same attitude as Jesus. So when someone serves us, be understanding, not demanding. Secondly, the third slide, when somebody disappoints us, be gentle and not judgmental. Romans 14 verse 1 says, Accept him who's weak, who is weak in the faith without passing judgment on disputable matters. Happiness comes when we can accept people. Even when they may disappoint us, even when they may let us down, we can accept people, not judge them. Even when we think they haven't quite matched up to the standards that we set they don't have to reach up to our standards to be loved and we are gentle with them. If a person is trapped, it says in James, in some sins, you who are spiritual should restore him gently. But watch yourself or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens. How do we react when someone acts stupidly really? When somebody messes up their own life, are we the people who say, I told you so, and they get into trouble and we pass judgment on them, we say, well, you've got what you deserved. I read this week, somebody wrote, uh, it's an American, but he said, the TV today showed a stooped Jim Backer being led into a North Carolina courtroom. Yesterday, damaging testimony against him was given by a former uh, staff member. Today his lawyer described him as huddled up in a fetal position, lying on the floor of my office with his head under the sofa saying that bad people were trying to hurt him. And then this person comments, the Lord needs to protect me from my first reaction which is that he deserves whatever he gets. Instead I need to be crushed, crushed and humbled that a spiritual leader of my own day could have exchanged the glory found in faithful service to God for contemptible things like millions of dollars, luxury homes and cars and sexual trysts with church secretaries. How do we react? Are we gentle? Or are we judgmental? Do we have a secret sense of satisfaction when other people blow it? Meekness is when people disappoint us, when they let us down. We still are gentle with them, not judgmental. And then thirdly, the next slide, when someone disagrees with us, we should be tender without surrender. The fact is, we won't please everybody in life, we won't agree with everybody in life. Sometimes we can be the hero, next minute we can be the zero. We need to learn to be tender without surrender. And how do we act with people who disagree with us? It's a test of maturity. How do we handle people who we find disagreeable, who irritate us, who often like to contradict us, who like to get into arguments with us? How do we react? And I know in myself I can easily 
so easily just have a go back. We can attack in anger. We can retreat in fear possibly. Or we can simply respond in love. And meekness is not compromising our convictions. Not changing what we think. We can still hold to our convictions but we, don't, but we can be tender as we do it. It's not meekness, it's not about being passive, being a doormat, giving in, always letting the other person have their own way. That is actually weakness, that's not meekness. Jesus was not like that. People could disagree with him, but he was always acting love towards them. He didn't react in anger. He didn't blow them away. Everything is not a win-lose situation. And Proverbs 15 verse 1 says, A gentle answer quiets anger, but a harsh word stirs it up. And James says, Whoever, Wherever there is jealousy or selfish ambition, there will be disorder. But wisdom from above is pure, peaceful, gentle and friendly. And there's the same word meek there. Meekness and gentleness mean strength under control. An argumentative spirit means we probably have an ego problem. If we like to quarrel, if we like to get into arguments, if we like to be right, we've probably got some ego problem. And Jesus says that a person who is meek is happy because he can be tender without giving up what he believes, without giving up his convictions. And meekness can be learning to disagree agreeably. Meekness is being able to walk hand in hand without necessarily seeing eye to eye. And then fourthly in the next slide is when someone corrects us, be teachable, not unreachable. Meekness means having a teachable spirit, eager to learn, knowing that we don't have it all under control, we don't know it all, we don't pretend about it. James 1 says, let everyone be quick to listen but slow to use his tongue and slow to lose his temper. Are we like that? You see, if we do the first two, if if we are quick to listen and slow to use our tongue, we'll be slow to anger. But if if we're slow to listen, if we're quick to speak, we'll get into anger very quickly. We need to listen, use our ears, be teachable, and learn from other people. We don't have all the answers. And are we open or closed to new ideas? Are we open or closed to change? Are we open to doing things differently? To saying this isn't perhaps the best way, this is a different way. Every one of us can teach every one of us. Even children can teach us. We've all had different experiences. Every, every, we've all had different experiences. And every one of us is ignorant just on different subjects. We need each other. We can learn from anybody if we just know the right questions. And Proverbs says, Counsel in the heart of man is like a deep well, but the man of understanding will draw it out. We need to ask questions so that we can learn, so that we can always grow. Grow. We can learn from everybody, even those who we might consider to be our enemies. Sometimes our biggest critics can be the ones who help us the most. They may mean to hurt us, but God can use that criticism to teach us 
to help us to grow and become more Christ-like. Proverbs 13 verse 18 says, Whoever listens to correction is honoured. A meek person is not a weak person. A meek person is one of understanding, someone who's gentle, someone who's teachable. And then fifthly and finally, when somebody hurts us, are we an actor or a reactor? Are we someone who takes the initiative? Romans 12 verse 17 says, Do not repay evil for evil, but overcome evil with good. The fact of life is, every single one of us will be hurt. We will all be hurt in life. We will be hurt by other people. Sometimes it may even be intentional. But meekness asks the question, how are we going to respond to it? How do we react when people upset us and hurt us? Retaliate? Get even? You know, as human beings, we're usually at our most creative when we are thinking about methods to get even. We can think up great ways to get even with people. We can think up great strategies for getting revenge, but to retaliate is to react. But to respond with forgiveness, even if they don't ask for it, is to act, be that actor who takes the initiative. Someone has said, I will never allow another person to control or ruin my life by making me hate him. And when we say things, you make me so mad, what we are admitting is that they control our emotions, that the other person has the power to control us. And when we start retaliating, when we start seeking revenge, when we start trying to get even, we give up control of our life because we are no longer in control. We are reacting, not acting. And that is a position of weakness. And Jesus said the meek person knows how to let it go. Meekness is the ability to handle hurt without retaliating. Proverbs 16.32 perhaps is a better is a great definition of meekness which says he who is slow to anger is better than the mighty and he who rules his own spirit than he who captures a city and Jesus is saying or part of what he's saying is uh, is happy are the people who can control how they react for they will be the ones who inherit the earth and what does this mean? it means we are control of our situation that the world is ours when we can control how we react. The person who has self-control of his emotions, well, the world is his. He's not controlled by a situation. We're no longer victims when we're meek, when we have that strength under control. Viktor Frankl, a famous psychiatrist who was in Auschwitz, he said, they took my clothes, my wife, my kids, my wedding ring. I stood naked before the SS and I realised they can take everything in my life but they cannot take my freedom to choose how I will respond to them. Nobody can take that from us unless we choose to let them. It's a freedom we'll always have. How do we react? How do we choose to react to those people who hurt us, even if it's a deliberate hurt. And if you're one of those here this morning, and I speak to myself here this morning, who sometimes says, I just cannot bring myself under self-control. I I can't control. It just happens. Probably true. 
But actually there is someone who can help us get our reactions under control. God, the Bible says God's spirit does not make us timid. Instead his spirit fills us with power, love and self-control. God says, when I put my spirit in you, you can, be, you can control how you react. And the secret of controlling how we react, the secret of being meek like Jesus, is to let God's spirit fill our life moment by moment. Because he can break all of those bad habits, all those patterns of living and reacting, all those old ways of being negative, defensive, reacting in fear, in anger, in sarcasm, he can, by his Spirit, break all of those old patterns and fill us with power, love and self-control. And that is meekness. Power controlled by love. And we're talking about how Jesus lived and we can read about him in those four books of the, Old, of the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. See how he acted to people, how he lived his life. And even when he's on the cross and he could have called 10,000 angels to release him, he could have done what he liked, he didn't. He hung there for you and for me. That is strength under control. That's power controlled by love. And he was able to do that so that we can live the life that he lived. Meekness. And perhaps some of us today are stressed out. We think, I can't cope with this. We're stressed out by relationships. And perhaps more than anything else, we all need to develop that quality of meekness that Jesus displayed, strength under control. And when he comes into our lives, he does give us that power, that love, that self-control to live the life that sometimes we would want to, that, that we think, yes, we want to be like that, but we fail so often. In the power of the Spirit, we can live the life of meekness and we will inherit the earth. Let's pray.